Welcome to Reach Out Radio. Our mission is to share stories of those members in our community and their journey to Jesus. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and OrchardChurch.life. Share us with a friend, and don't forget to tell someone about Jesus today. Hi everyone, my name is Ilian Minter with Reach Out Community Missions. Today I wanted to combine just uh, two spiritual gifts and briefly talk about them in daily life, how we could use them in ministry in our own families. The concept of leadership and evangelism. I bring this up because we recently had a leadership conference and we listed out the spiritual gifts. And in that process, I just wrote kind of how in our team, we um, try to utilize those spiritual gifts and how do we um, build kind of rapport and camaraderie uh, with those spiritual gifts. So this is how our ministry, we felt like it grew because one of our core, core values is um, trying to utilize the spiritual gifts of evangelism and leadership. And uh, for Reach Out Community Missions, we see ourselves as the hands and feet of Christ to the valley. Um, We have a simple mission statement. We say that we aim for our mission to Jesus. It's basically to spread the word of God to the community and let all those know that uh, we're here to share the good news. How we do that uh, comes in different ways. So I always say, and we say this in our team, if you walk the walk and you talk the talk, people will follow you and you will have growth. Uh, Deuteronomy 31.8 is scripture that says, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. Many of us feel like we're unqualified or disqualified to be able to take that step in leadership. And honestly, even in your workplace, in your home life, to your family, you know, one of your first ministries we've learned at at our church, they always tell us is at home. And if things are, you know, um, not fully um, peaceful at home, it's very hard and and we're discouraged from like layering more and more because you're just going to add more chaos to the mix. So um, when you want to step in faith, You know, just think of that scripture because that can be used in leadership, in evangelism, with decision making, in your marriage, in life, and in ministry. And remember, God qualifies all of us. God qualifies all of us to step out in faith. So there's a fear when you do that. And the fear sometimes is that you're going to fall flat on your face, say the wrong thing, be ridiculed. Of course, of course, you know, especially with evangelism. So I try to remind people that success is failure and process. Success is failure and process. You don't have to be perfect and God will fill that void. Tell those that look at you with fear that this is in ministry. It's in leading ministry. It's in forgiving their past. It's in taking that step to move forward with a new life in Jesus and God will fill that void. So evangelism simply said is the activity of speaking the good news. It's the activity of sharing the the power of Christ in our lives. And sometimes people close their eyes and when they picture evangelism, they picture, you know, someone who's extremely eloquent on stage. I get it. You know, there are some mega amazing names out there. But, um, you know, as I searched through, uh, there was uh one version of six styles of evangelism that you can find um, on the internet and not that it's like some cheesy questionnaire, but it's a wonderful YouTube link. Um, And if you message us, I'm sure we can send it to you. 
but it's a way you could utilize within yourself or your ministry members. Um, it just helps them see six different versions of evangelism that can help them when they're trying to figure out, well, what's my style and how will I minister to people? And there's pictures. If you're a picture person, it's a little short video, but they break it up into six versions that would be direct as one, two, intellectual, three, testimonial, four, relational, five, invitational, and six, service. So, you know, some of us acts of service were there and in the way that we serve people, that's evangelism. And that's a very straightforward way that a lot of people like to get um, involved. And, and that's why community missions is so wonderful because everyone, the whole family can get involved in acts of service and, and already be a witness to, um, you know, the world. I mean, we went out and we fed 300 families out in um, the Hemet area. And um, one of the head people for that particular organization came up and said, wow, you know, this is amazing to see so many over 100 people come and serve others. Um, what a witness for your church. Oh, my gosh, I want to go check out that church and meet the lead pastor because this is such an influence in people's lives. And so that in itself is a form of evangelism. Relational is is just walking along some you know alongside someone and uh, doing discipleship with them. And there's a book in in your ministries. Um, we use this a lot. Discipleship Essentials. It's a wonderful workbook. There's different levels to it, but we use that in so many of our ministries because you can do one on one with someone and walk alongside them, and and so it becomes very um, relational. Intellectual are those that love to study and theology and apologetics, and they want to be prepared to be able to witness intellectually, right? Um, direct, you're out there spreading the word on a street corner, just blasting it out. Testimonial, sharing your testimony makes a lot of sense. So most of these are very relevant and easily kind of understood. Um, there's a book uh, author Lee Strobel and Mark Middleberg, and that book is titled Becoming a Contagious Christian, has super good information. Um, and so that's one that, you know, we've read and utilized. Um, but a take home point for all of this is, you know, there's many styles of evangelism. And so in, in your family, in your ministry, just we try not to choose the same type of person because if you choose a lot of yous, that might be super comfortable, but um, you might not be able to witness to lots of different people. And and so what happens is you get a lot of the same you and your ministry may, may grow stagnant. You may not grow. You want to be able to um, be equipped to spread the, the good news to lots of different people. It also, um, you know, you, you can edify each other by um, learning from each other. So moving forward, then we talked about um, where do you fit in as a leader? You know, um, uh, where does your number one person in your ministry, your number one member and your number 200 member fit in that? And so discipling them um, through their spiritual growth is a gift in itself. Um, there are different, um, you know, diagrams that can kind of lead you through leadership. Some... Um, people have like a triangular version for servant leadership. That's one we displayed in our leadership course this this weekend. And um, it basically was like a triangle. Uh, please email us. We can always send you a link. But it's um, the outside of the triangle basically said the type of environment that um, 
we can create as a culture for our team, right? And so you want to have as a leader calm. So the peace of Christ was one part of that triangle. And uh, another part of that triangle uh, shape was the creativity of the creator. You want to let ideas flow within your team. And then another one was the energy of the comforter uh, was the third part of the triangle on the outside. And it's, you know, you want to have positive talk as a leader. You don't want to talk smack about other leaders. And you have to withstand from gossiping because you set the tone. And if you set the bar low, well, you're going to get what you what you create. Uh, you want to meet them at the servant leadership level, which means you meet them at the beginning, at the base of that triangle, um, and you have to have a heart of a servant when you're the leader. And then you teach them. So you have to have the soul of a teacher. You start teaching them managerial, and you let them take on tasks, the mind of a manager, and then push them up with the strength of a leader. Now, um, within our church, you know, uh, we have the three E's, um, engage, equip, and empower. And we have like a, a wheel that um, is the discipleship wheel. And, you know, we could, um, if you go on our, our website, orchardchurch.life, um, you can probably find links to that. Um, but that that helps people, you know, when we're discipling and thinking leadership, it shows us how to walk through with someone who wants to be more involved, wants to have a, a bigger walk in faith. And we kind of lead them through this discipleship wheel and just showing them how to um, empower them, equip them and engage them. Um, so this triangle was just another version of kind of showing how leaders um can grow in evangelism. There are four tools to leading in evangelism that we spoke about, and I kind of prop them up as one, what is a motive slash motivation, two, respect, three, servant leadership, and four, support. The first one is basically when you have someone on your team that's ready and excited, you should ask, what is their motivation to serve? What is the motive behind why they signed up in your ministry? And then what's your motivation to lead and how do those two pair together? Because if they're completely out of sync, you're probably not going to have as much of a connection and, you know, they may fizzle. Then then you don't want to lose someone. You need to find the right home for them. And maybe the particular ministry they stepped into isn't the right one for them. And so that that is important to respect uh, Jesus led by truth. He called out sin. And so we need to be able to be direct and honest in leading and evangelism. So with our team and with those we're working with, right? And so um, they need to have the respect to be able to call you out if they need to. And you have to have the respect to be able to call them out and to listen when you need to grow as a leader. Three, servant leadership. And four, support. We want to give our team the tools, the space, and positive reinforcement so that they can improve. And many people sign up for ministry, um, and some members, you know, might be homeschooling. Others may be a CEO. It varies so much. Um, it doesn't mean that any of them are really good at leading others or evangelism. And, um, you know, whether they seem very polished or not, they may be at the same level in their walk and faith. So we need to 
walk in faith with them and teach them and give them the tools. And so this little podcast is almost like kind of what we spoke about in a mini in-service is just breaking down the concept of evangelism so that it's tangible and you grow leaders that way. If people can see the structure of how, you know, you set a process in your ministry. And for us, community missions is a form of evangelism. So we have to make that um, very tangible for them. And right now, you know, I'm trying to articulate all of that to you. Um, And so if you can just make simple little processes that they can see, then all of a sudden it makes the ability to evangelize maybe a little less scary. And most of the time they don't even realize, people don't realize they already are doing it in who they are and the walk they walk in, in um, the life that they lead. Their coworkers, their friends, their family see it. Um, so, and then how you make decisions when you're going to lead and when you're going to step forward in that courageous faith to evangelize. And so we thought, okay, well, what's... Um, a way of uh, making biblical decisions in team building and evangelism. And so we found one, and I kind of broke that down for, for everybody that day. And the seven steps were one, pray about things. Two, apply biblical principles to things. So teach the team how to problem solve in life. Three, um, seek godly counsel. You want to equip them. Four, obey God's leading, empower them. Five, accept God's leading. If God tells them it's time to move on to another ministry, we have to support them, accept them, and help them. Um, Sometimes, you know, someone might be in your ministry for a long time, and it's wonderful, and and they fit, you know, the, the mold, and everything's going easy, and then they may be called to want to serve somewhere else. And so we don't want to hoard our resources. It's really important that how you deal with those changes is a a point of evangelism to your own team. And they're seeing you as a leader. So we want to help them in that. Uh, Six, stretch your faith in engaging them. And also in um, how we deal with all the different things that come along the way. And seven, watch out for the desires of our hearts as the leader and self. So we want to make sure we step out of their way. We don't want to hoard the positions and we want to create a culture where people can be honest with us. And in that process, I think we find that um, our ministries grow, you know, so um, I hope that some of this helps and some of it may be useful. Um, I always try to tell people, you know, if if you would you hide the secret of Christ for yourself because it's so special that you only want it for yourself. No, you'd want to share it with others, right? Um, and secondly, um, if if your church was an amazing church, but it was growing drastically, you know, what would be your initial reaction? Would you want to hoard that secret for yourself? You know, so sometimes we need to realize that we could be the roadblock in ministry growth, in leadership growth. And we need to constantly pray about things, um, seek godly counsel, learn more, go to leadership conferences. Um, I learned a lot this weekend. And, and the only reason why I bring this up is this is the portion that that I talked about. But there were so many good nuggets from that leadership conference that I would suggest if if you haven't gone to something like that, it's worth researching where you can go um, and and take the time to 
be able to do it, whether online with your team or bringing back, you know, some tools that you can sit down, it, it will grow you um, and your team so much closer and it is so useful. So um, hope this helps and I pray that you're able to go back and, and step in faith and, and grow the evangelism for your ministry. Thanks for listening. Reach Out Radio is made possible by listeners like you. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and OrchardChurch.life. Share us with a friend, and don't forget to tell someone about Jesus.